0: Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more
1: experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Dear Writer. Today, we are recording episode 103, and it's another one of our craft episodes. Which is very exciting. Today, we're going to be talking about creating tension in fiction. And we've t- like written the title for this one it's from lackluster to blockbuster, which I was. Such a great
0: <laughs> title. I was like, yes.
1: <laughs> I, I like the way it rhymes. It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into that, we'll just dive straight into our writing update. How have things been going on the writing front, Ashley?
0: Well, first I'll apologize um, for my voice. I'm currently sick. It's not COVID, but it will probably, you'll be able to hear it occasionally, I think, during this podcast. So I apologize. Um, with respects to my writing, I'm still editing Price of Pandemonium. I'm just over two-thirds of the way through now, I think. It's going quite well. Definitely... Definitely uh, a lot more polished than Darkness Set Us Free, and I haven't found anything (laughs) major recently. Um, That's good. Yeah. It's, you know, just really, really minor things, like tweaking a sentence here or there. Haven't even really found many massive, like, grammar errors or anything either, so it's been quite nice. Um, What
1: um, chapter are you up to? Can you remember?
0: uh, Just after jess and the tower
1: okay all right yep yeah so i
0: think i'm getting to the big the more changes now about to anyways
1: <laughs> yeah so i think that's about 16 15 16 i think 15
0: yeah Mike.
1: no i'm a... 16 17 yes <laughs> some somewhere around uh... there which is out, out of about like 25ish
0: yeah, I'm like 188 pages out of 290 pages. So basically exactly two-thirds. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, it's about two-thirds. And I looked at the page numbers like, and it's like literally exactly two-thirds. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so, you're yeah. getting down
1: to the um the business end of the book now. I so. am.
0: I am. I'm looking forward to it. It's where all the drama comes out, so I can't wait. <laughs> Putting, confining all your characters into a small space and then letting them explode, basically, which is always a fun time. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, what about you, Sarah? How's your writing slash editing going? Um. So I'm still adding comments to
1: Darkness Set Us Free in preparation for like doing a full edit. And we've decided, I started going through the comments and I was like, Ashley's been very generous in saying that, you know, it's both of us who have kind of let the team down um, and not like one of us, which is true. Like, you know, it's not like hers are completely polished and mine are absolutely terrible. However, I will say that I feel like in general, mine are worse. And that's I think that's a fairly objective statement. It's not like me being um, like, oh my gosh, my writing's terrible or anything like that. Like just purely objectively, I'm pretty sure my chapter's not worse. (laughs) And I was like, I feel like such large chunks of mine need to be rewritten that we need to take a different, a different method for our editing at this point, because I was like, if Ashley like does all these rewrites, then as much as like I trust her to do the rewrites, I feel like that would end up being mainly her book with me doing like some side editing. <laughs> so, it would take
0: me forever. Yeah. <laughs> like forever. So forever. we've also,
1: <laughs> we've decided to um each do our own like rewrites of the chapters that we have and then go into the editing. It's kind of like a a revisit of rewriting the book almost. Not like rewriting the plot line, just, re redoing the sort of plot line that we have a bit and making it work better and more (laughs) higher quality
0: revamping our chapters we've previously written yes which I think it's a good idea anyways because there's a lot of chapters in there of mine as well that I know need so much work and I was like thinking about it before I was like oh wow like the first third of that book it will take me like if I had to edit the whole thing by myself, <laughs> so long, just so long. Like a long. year.
1: <laughs> I mean, you guys, you <laughs> listeners, know that we we're not the fastest of writers, <laughs> to put it mildly. <laughs> so I think this is the best option given the circumstances. But I'm looking forward to diving in there. I'm about, I'm at, up to. Chapter 21 of 25. So I've only got really four and a half chapters left to edit. You're and, into the not so well, bad edit, part. Add comments to. It's not even editing, I can't even call it that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of like prep work, I think.
0: Just trying to like identify the major issues. It's like you can't even really get down to some parts. Like sometimes when I was going through, I was like, oh part of the dialogue and I'm like it's so minor compared to everything around it I'm just gonna
1: leave it for now <laughs> I've added lots of comments to the Aaron chapter that I'm currently doing because you didn't have very many I was like mmm I'd, I'd say the one that I'm doing at the moment is probably my least favourite of his chapters which is probably why I think you the struggled one that's really long? writing it yes yeah i know the, the more one, one.
0: <laughs> yeah i know the one It's re- it feels like it should be two chapters because it's so long yeah that's why i was like halfway through
1: it even though i feel like i've gone through most of the chapter i'm like actually there's still a good portion of that chapter left there's like to most do.
0: of the chapter <laughs> half the chapter <laughs> left to go
1: anyways we should continue on into our main discussion
0: yes so as mentioned before today, we're talking about creating tension in fiction, and I thought for the first part of this craft episode, we could talk a bit about what tension is, uh, the types of tension that writers can use in fiction, and then in the second part of this episode, we'll move on to talking about the different techniques we can use to create fiction in our novels. So splitting it yeah. up, today, which I think in the cool. next episode, here. yeah, yeah. So, I guess the easiest and most logical place to start is, what is tension?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, tension, in the context of writing a novel, at least, is that sense of something ominous lurking just around the corner. Um, Tension is what brings up emotions like worry, fear, and anxiety in your readers, and in short, it is what makes your reader turn the page? If you've built up tension in your novel well, then the reader has to know what's going to happen. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, The idea of tension can sometimes feel a bit abstract, but I think all of us, recognize and know that feeling when you're reading a book and you're like racing through the words because you have to find out how everything plays out like you have an idea in your mind but then you're like is it going to be like this is it not like I don't know Um, and so you're frantically reading to find out so there are three main components in narrative tension that I guess make up the feeling of tension in the reader. Um, so they are, they are anticipation, uncertainty, and investment. And the way these components are mixed together in your novel determines, I guess, the bespoke tension uh, in your book that you've written. So how it will feel for you. I thought we could maybe briefly comment about those three components so anticipation uncertainty and investment um, as the base elements of tension before we move on a little bit more Sarah I feel like when I started
1: looking at this I kind of realized that the way these base elements work can sort of be reclassed into the usual five W's I really like my five W's (laughs) I find them very helpful in a (laughs) variety of situations. But so I was thinking, you know, uh, to begin, that anticipation could be described as the when of tension. So the wait um, adds tension because the reader knows something is going to happen, but they're unsure when it will happen. So the anticipation builds because they're waiting for that when. (laughs) They're like, what, when is this going to occur? Um. I feel like the uncertainty is what and how of tension, so again your reader knows something is about to happen but they might be unsure of what is going to happen or how it's going to play out. And the investment for me is the why and the who of the tension, so the readers become invested in your characters, the who. And your characters have a reason why they are taking a risk. So your reader becomes invested in your character's motivations and they want to see that final outcome. So that, to me, was like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to re-jig this into my own (laughs) kind of... (laughs) I don't know if anyone's come up with that before, but that was just how I interpreted it.
0: I like it. I think it's a really good way to think about it. It, re- it reminds me so much of English class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all I, I see, English. all I see is Mrs. Price being like, "Who, what, where, why, when, how," <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> and then, like, going through your essays and being like, "Have I covered everything?" I hope she's not gonna notice something wrong. But <laughs> I do, I do think it covers um, the elements of tension quite well.
1: I guess I missed where, but I don't think that really quite fits into it anyway. So that's fine. I just miss, you know, I said five W's, but I included how and (laughs) left out where.
0: It's fine. fine. It works. No one would have noticed if you hadn't
1: said it. So, Ashley, what do you think?
0: So for me, I think anticipation is where the reader is thinking that something interesting is about to happen and they're like, oh, maybe it will happen on the next page or maybe it's going to be the page after. I better keep reading and going forward to sort of find out what's going to happen or when it's going to happen. But then even though you like are anticipating something happening, they you don't always know exactly what it is. You're like, there is something, (laughs) something's coming. I'm not sure what that something is, but I know it's coming. Yeah. Um, or sometimes you're like, I know it's gonna happen. But then you've got that like niggling thing in the back of your mind. You're like, but maybe it's not that
1: <laughs> Or when it's completely subconscious and like you have a sense of it, but you don't actually work it out until it's happened. And then you're like, Oh, that's why I was like getting like really into the book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you're like, I should have I should have anticipated that one, but I didn't. Well, it's so kind of like you are anticipating it, but you're not like anticipating it on a conscious level. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Yeah. So that's sort of the anticipation, and then the <laughs> unsurety about exactly what's going to happen going forward, or whether it meets your idea of what's going to happen or not is sort of the uncertainty and then I thought the combination of these two things determines how invested the readers get into your um, into your plot so how well into your book so how well you mix the anticipation with the uncertainty determines how your readers react.
1: Yeah I can see that you know that has an effect and I didn't really think of it like that. My thought was like investment in character, but yeah, that's a good point as know, well. That's that's where I went <laughs> that's
0: where my mind kind of went with it.
1: I like but that it, we always bring up different stuff. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah. And I thought I'd mention that. I think uh, when you talk about tension, sometimes it's really easy for your mind to jump to, oh, it's for a mystery novel or for a thriller novel. <laughs> but definitely in all novels there's some sort of tension. In something which we'll get to a bit later but I think this whole anticipation uncertainty investment slash Sarah's five W's minus where <laughs> replaced with how um, can be applied to any sort of novel so I thought the next thing we could talk a little bit about is whether there's a difference between tension and conflict because sometimes well, at least while I was doing research While I was doing research, I hadn't really considered that people might get confused between the two. But once I started reading about it, I was like, oh, this is probably something we should have a quick uh, chat about because they're, I guess, intertwined. But um, yeah, I'll let you go first, Sarah. Yeah, so...
1: I definitely think there is a difference. Like to me, tension is what is built under the surface all the way through the novel. Um, It comes into play before the conflict is even established. And in fact, I would say that tension tends to build slowly until the conflict occurs, at which point, you know, if it's an action scene, the tension might snap like a rubber band that's been stretched a bit too tight and conflict you know is therefore can be the result of tension but it isn't the same thing there can also be tension without conflict so tension that builds and then dissipates and kind of ebbs and flows more like waves and this type of tension is a little bit more subtle and is often used more for things like relationships rather than events in the plot i would say what do you think ashley
0: That sounds like quite a good summary. So yes, I also agree that there's definitely a difference between tension and conflict. Um, Like you, I sort of term tension as that feeling that's sort of bubbling away underneath the surface of the novel that makes the readers turn the page like we've discussed above. And I think conflict like conversely is a lot more obvious generally Mm -hmm. speaking it seems to be more like the physical manifestation that comes out Mm -hmm. yeah Um, like the fight between two characters rather than all the foreshadowing and all the backstory that the reader knows you know that's made them certain that something was going to happen between the two characters it's sort of the product of that is more what the conflict is rather than the tension which has sort of led up to that point but I liked what you said how there can be tension without conflict Mm I hadn't considered that part so I was like oh I like that because that's very true because it's one of those very fun things that you can play with the (laughs) building tension sort of toning it back a bit building tension where you can't really do that so much with conflict I
1: I was also thinking of it like more in terms of plot events and not so much the ebbing and flowing, but kind of like, I don't know if you remember, like the chemistry energy graphs you have at school where like, you know, um, you have a reaction and the energy like builds between the reaction and then it gets to a point, you have to get to like a certain point for like specific reactions to occur and like for a certain amount of energy to make a reaction occur. Right. So, you know, you build the tension is like the building of the energy and then the conflict is like the reaction occurring and then the energy or the tension will then like go down right down because it's used the energy within that conflict. And so that's the same with tension, like the tension will build, 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 and then your conflict will occur and then all this tension like just dissipates and goes away because um, it's all been basically tension is a form of energy and so it's all been used during this conflict so again it kind of like causes the conflict rather than is the conflict
0: yes (laughs) i was just kind of
1: thinking of it on like a graph and i was like yeah so like it builds and then it's like (laughs) the
0: graph of an exothermic reaction
1: yeah exactly (laughs) Not that like I really it. remember that much from chemistry, but that was just one of the <laughs> things that apparently stuck with me. So
0: <laughs> I'm glad something stuck with you from yesterday in chemistry.
1: <laughs> Not many things, that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if we move on a little bit, the next thing to have a bit of a chat about is, I guess, the importance of tension in your novel so why do we as writers want to build up tension in our novels for our readers sarah
1: i think it's important because one it makes your story much more interesting and (laughs) and engaging for the readers you know they become captured by the questions created by the tension you know is the character going to make it out of this what's going to happen when is it going to happen And number two is that I feel tension also aids in the flow and the pace of the story. Um, So instead of transitioning abruptly between sort of slow, calm scenes and then action-packed ones, tension mounts – quite slowly and provides more of a seamless reading experience so you know when you're reading along and you start reading faster and faster without really knowing until you're like whoa we're in the middle of this action scene um whereas (laughs) if you didn't have that tension it would be kind of like pow action and you're like what i'm sorry
0: (laughs) what has happened
1: which i've kind of seen sometimes in our writing which i'm always like "Mm, that transition needs work (laughs) (laughs) so i guess what we can take from this is if there is an abrupt scene transition then maybe we're lacking tension
0: (laughs) there's quite a few of those in darkness set us free (laughs) yeah like whoa that's a that's a transition for you isn't it (laughs)
1: what do you think ashley
0: I agree. I think tension is incredibly important to make sure your reader is invested in your book and then stays invested as well. You don't want to, you know, build up all this great tension around the midway point and then have it drop off, and then your reader's like, ah, uh, meh, not going to finish it. That's been, actually, that's been me recently with most novels anyway, so maybe not, there isn't enough tension for me? I don't know. <laughs> It seems to be a reading trend. It's probably more me though at the moment. I'm not going to blame the writers. That
1: well, um, was really interesting. Sorry, just really excited you. Um, you know that was one of the things. I my mother and father came to visit us when Julia was young, and my mum she brought her with her a book. I think it might have been um like more of a literary type of novel. And she started reading it, and she just wasn't getting into it. And I think because it was more literary, it wasn't really fast-paced enough or, like, easy reading enough with enough tension to pull her along. Um, You know, she wanted something that was just fast-paced, easy to read, not super complicated, and, yeah, you know, that was engaging. And so she picked up our book, and I was really amazed because my mum like barely reads at all it was like the highest praise that she actually made it all the way through the book in like several days i was like wow i've very rarely seen my mother get through a book in a couple of days so i was i was impressed by that i was like clearly we've done something right along the way there
0: Yes. I was going to say, I'm also not sure literary fiction is the best choice when you're helping your daughter look after a newborn. No. I feel like that's really reaching. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So to continue talking a little bit about why tension was important, I mentioned, well, we've mentioned it's important to keep your reader invested so that they continue to turn the page and don't give up halfway. Um it also helps make your story a lot more engaging. I feel like it makes the stakes feel more real, I guess, uh so then your readers you know feel really engaged in the story. yeah, I was like I think the your book without tension, this is where we can definitely have the lackluster part of our title, <laughs> yes. And we could, for the rest of the show, talk about the blockbuster part of our novels now. Yeah. So there are four types of dramatic tension, generally speaking. And I thought we could sort of chat, have a brief discussion about each one and our experiences in using them uh, in just in the last part of this first episode on tension. So I'll quickly list the first uh, the four types of tension and then we can kind of comment on them maybe go back and forth on each one yeah so <laughs> the first one is tension of relationships the second one is tension of the task so that's whatever your characters are trying to accomplish whether it's big or small there's tension of the surprise that can be to the reader or to the protagonist in the book uh and then finally there's the tension of mystery so I thought we could start with tension of relationships very briefly. Yeah. Sarah? So I always
1: enjoy writing about relationships, especially oh, same. especially where the characters get their wires crossed. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned this before. I just love writing like the little miscommunications that occur, um, where one person interprets things just a little bit differently from another and from what was maybe intended. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, that can be sometimes where tension is created. And then, of course, there's also that natural attraction between some characters which are apparent from the moment they first meet. And I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, you know, I always find that type of attraction a little bit more of a mystery as to how that type of tension is created. But when I started thinking about it a bit further – I kind of think it's maybe due to, you know, specific personality types and the way they interact and also their backstories um, also really contribute to help them see the other character in not only like a different light from what other characters might see that person in, but also like a very specific and unique way to that character. Whereas that's how you kind of get the special relationships forming that have like these different types of tension occur, whether it be like friendships and like banter going on or whether you might have like a romantic relationship. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of as close to the truth as what I could describe for that natural (laughs) type of attraction. And I think like a lot of authors don't necessarily – think too much about the tension when they create that natural attraction it's like why is it occurring or why isn't it occurring right
0: yeah yeah it's kind of
1: a hard thing to pinpoint what do you think ashley
0: like you i really enjoy relationship tension as well all of the gossip and the drama and when you're reading and you're like oh well they won't they get together oh i don't know (laughs) Um, I really, I really enjoy one reading, it, but I also enjoy writing it as well. It's so much fun to play with it a little bit, and I also kind of like you mentioned about backstory. I enjoy all of the backstory that goes into the characters, and then because that's a lot of the work uh, with tension of relationships, because you're always wondering. Are the characters going to be able to move past their histories or their backstory or all of their, you know, previous failed relationships and you know make this one work? Is this going to be the <laughs> one where they do it? <laughs> yeah. So I enjoy that aspect of it, and you can probably imagine they feature both quite heavily in our YA and uh, our historical fiction. Yeah, and I thought I'd also mention that I feel a novel without relationship tension would be very odd because i feel like your characters wouldn't seem real anymore because we all have relationship drama and tension whether it's you know romantic relationships or friendships or like between you and your husband or you and your mother or like whatever it is there always, there's always some sort of tension and something going on there so a book without <laughs> tension Within relationships, would I think make your characters not quite feel right. Um, yeah, I was thinking like sense.
1: even like, I. I feel like some people would be like, "Oh, you know," but what about books like *The Martian*, um, where the character is literally on their own for like the majority of the, the novel? But even ones like that, you still have like the memories, which and yeah. and the backstory that creates motivations and you still have that relationship tension so yeah you know, that's like, something to they note weren't
0: always alone <laughs>
1: even if your character is solitary and alone it doesn't mean that their entire life was spent alone
0: yes that's a good way of putting it so the next one to have a little bit of a chat about is tension of the task so that was Tension created by what your main character is trying to accomplish or achieve, whether it's big or small? Sarah?
1: So, to me, tension of the task that's tension created by plot events. Um, you know, will your character make it out of the sticky situation they're in or won't they? Um, and it can be really fun to twist this type of tension and see where the reader. Thinks the character is going to be fine, but things get worse, or vice versa. Everything is going downhill, but at the last moment, the character manages to sort of pull a fast one. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, it's really like specific to just what the character is trying to achieve and sort of will they, won't they achieve their goal is tension of the task. And obviously, like, you know, any type of plot line, you're going to have that. So we habit feature in both of ours yes <laughs> um, ashley
0: i was going to say it's one of those ones where you want to create tension so that it feels like the re- <laughs> the reader again the not the writer oh my gosh the character I'm really struggling today guys i'm sorry um that the character doesn't manage to pass the test you know too easily or they kind of like just walk through their mm. challenges um you want it to feel realistic and you want it to feel interesting so i think that's why it's important to have tension associated with all of your uh plot events as well because you know you want an engaging book yeah so the next one is it's fairly obvious but the tension of surprise <laughs> i um when i
1: finished like writing my notes on the tension of task i was kind of like oh <laughs> i've kind of done this um i think it's a little bit strange to because to me all tension is kind of a surprise kind of not like i mean you anticipate it but <laughs> There's always, like, a surprise element. Like, you you know, you're not sure how it's going to pan out, right? Like, otherwise, there wouldn't be any tension. <laughs> so I was like, if there wasn't a surprise factor, could tension exist? I'm like, I don't think it could.
0: Sometimes when you know what's going to happen, and you're right, and, like, they've made it obvious what's going to happen, you're still like, oh, no, I don't want it to happen. Yeah, I guess like, that, that's true. Like, you know if you're mean? having, like...
1: like a negative event occur sometimes it can be uncomfortable to watch and you're like you know it's going to happen but you also don't want it to happen but then I like I feel like that's (laughs) like after you know you learn enough of story you're kind of like oh this is going to go this way (laughs) and I'm not sure like sometimes I'm not sure how much I would really know about it if I hadn't studied story so much. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough. Anyways, but, you know, I think what where it was trying to go with it was that, um, you know, like plot twists, like mentioned before, can be really fun, fun to play with. And I think we're always looking for ways to surprise readers in our books. And I really love it when readers comment like they didn't see something coming And so I think sometimes the tension in that, I think the tension in surprise can sometimes be created after the surprise. Does that make sense? So like it kind of throws you off your your game a bit because you're like, oh, I didn't see that one coming. And it almost creates more tension like after the fact because you're like, (laughs) do I know anything about this? Do I? (laughs) What is going to happen? So I guess there's that about it sorry that was just totally off the cuff I was like actually no
0: it's fine (laughs) that's fine that's well I didn't think of the tension coming post surprise but when I read the tension of surprise I kind of immediately jumped to plot twists and the events not playing out how readers anticipate they're going to or predict that they're going to Mm -hmm. um and I feel like everyone loves a good plot twist that's done well. And no one wants the books that they're reading to be predictable. So I think tension of surprise um, in, in that context is really, really important. And it does, the tension of surprise kind of leads quite well into the tension of, of mystery, which is also fairly self-explanatory, I think. But we can quickly touch on it, mm. Sarah. Um.
1: So, you know, similar to the last one, but where the tension of surprise makes the reader go, "Wow, I didn't see that coming." Mystery is where the reader might see something coming, but in the uh, in the dark as to what it could be. So, it's kind of relating back to our first one of I can't remember what we called it at the start. <laughs> um, coming back to the the first one about uncertainty. Is really the tension of mystery. I feel like that's basically the yes. same.
0: I kind of thought of the tension of mystery is trying to create a, like thinking of it more from the mystery novel perspective, where you're trying to create a puzzle or a mystery so enticing, the reader has to find out yep. how it's resolved at the end. Um, so that's kind of how how I, how I thought of it. Um, which to be fair I haven't read a good mystery novel in a while actually so I maybe need some recommendations on that Yeah. so this is probably a good place to stop for um, this first part of our craft episode on let cluster to blockbuster <laughs> creating tension in fiction
1: I laugh at the name every time but I like it so good, so good yeah, so if you would like to be on an Author Spotlight episode, then you can apply by going to lindersoncreations.com and hovering your mouse over the podcast tab in the main menu, and there will be
0: a link to be featured on Dear Writer. And next time on Dear Writer, it's going to be part two on our discussion about tension, and we're going to talk a bit more about the techniques to create tension in your novel. If you'd like
1: to know more about us and our writing projects, you can visit us at lindersoncreations.com or contact us on Facebook or Instagram under the handle
0: LindersonCreations. Creations. And if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on your podcast of choice. Tell your friends about us and we'll be back next week. Happy writing, everyone.